All right, so you ready? I'm ready. You sure? I'm sure. It doesn't see your voice. Uh, does it see it now? Yeah. Oh, so maybe I need to clip it higher? Probably. <laughs> and what about now? That looks good. Okay, cool. It's not like I've got some kind of special, really good graph. There's just a wavy line that indicates it's hearing something. It's like the blood flowing. Right. So we're here at our third episode, and we still don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> I do. Well, you did. You did have sort something of. to talk about. Okay, what was the topic? You had mentioned it earlier when we were making dinner. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't remember if it was the first episode or not, or maybe it was the second episode where everything was about everything and extra long as yeah. far as time. We had mentioned, or I had mentioned, the Golden Crest dude that died. Right, that died in the, in the factory in yeah. New York, right? Yeah. Or killed himself. Yeah. 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 But didn't he didn't kill himself in a way that would contaminate the golden Jamaican crust. patties, the Golden Crest patties. Yes. So that was good. I mean, so it's not good that he killed himself. <laughs> but anyway, Golden so Crest, as as I said, <clears throat> is available at your local Dollar Tree. Not also not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a couple days ago, the co-founder and CEO and one of the big Kahuna's at Dollar Tree died. Yeah, I think if you're a CEO, you're the biggest Kahuna. No, but if you're co co-owner, co-owner, co-founder, co oh, okay. whatever, so and the biggest, then eventually become CEO. I mean, biggest of the big Kahuna's. But he died, like, huh? Yeah. But he didn't kill himself. He just no. died of old age. He, no, he didn't die of old age. Wait, what did he die from? He had, uh, forget what it was called. It's a disease of some sort that deteriorates your lungs. Damn, there's a lot of things that can kill you for being a human. Maybe it was because he was in a lot of the Dollar Tree Greenbrier International factories that were making the plastics and he inhaled something and... Is, is that what they were speculating no, about? No, that's or? what I'm speculating. Oh, you're speculating about. <laughs> Yeah. Are you saying Dollar Tree made toxic plastic? Of course. Are we are we suddenly? Well, I don't think Dollar Tree make any. Does Dollar Tree well, make their own stuff? Dollar Tree Greenbrier is the wholesaler of the the most of the products, especially the plastic products that oh, are sold at okay. Dollar Tree. Okay. But that's on the East Coast. Right. I'm sure that a lot of the things, like I think it said, you know, like they might have some, but I don't know, in China. You know what else is on the East Coast? But Coney Island. Yes. <laughs> which I want to go to, but more importantly, and this ties back, is. New York is on the East Coast. And New York is where the dude from Golden oh, Crest yeah. shot himself. Yep. It all ties together. Well, New York isn't that far from Virginia. It's all on the East Coast. So that's all in the same place. M much like everybody outside the state of California thinks that California is either the Golden Gate Bridge at San Francisco or Venice Beach and Disneyland. Yeah. And actually, I wonder about that. I wonder how many people think Disneyland and California. I wonder, I think... People outside I'm California. I'm sure that everybody. Disney World. Else, it, like that doesn't live on this continent, probably think Disneyland, California. Like, like you sure that like they probably think like, oh, do you live near Disneyland? Like, well, no, okay, like, no, oh, no, no, no. Do you no. live near the, the beach? No, I understand that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, yeah, I realize that if somebody who doesn't live in California or doesn't know much about California or geography in general <laughs> would say, "You're from California? Do you go to Disneyland all the time?" No, but what I'm saying is, people outside of the state do when they just think of Disney in general oh, and then they the think theme park or Disney World. Yeah, and I'm I got you. I'm guessing that they well, think Disney World well, more. That's also like you have to think about okay, so people that live in Europe, well mm -hmm. they have uh Euro Disney. Nobody thinks of Euro Disney. What do you mean? The Nobody Europeans don't even think of Euro Disney. 
the French do. Okay, it's it's in France, but you know, but I don't <laughs> yeah. speak French. What the, how do you how? Well, I bet you it's just Disneyland. I say, how do you say Disneyland in French? But I'm sure it's just Disneyland. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, listening to another podcast today. This is great. You know what? I think you could just make things true if you mention it on a podcast and somebody listening to the podcast says, "Oh, I heard on a podcast," and repeats it, and it just kind of goes around the world that way. And it can be totally false. But on a podcast today that I was listening to, they were talking about oranges and the word orange. Orange. Well, here's the question. Do we call oranges the fruit? Do we call them that because they are orange? Or do we call that color <clears throat> orange because that's what color the fruit is? I think that we call the color orange orange because of the fruit, which is called orange. So in, in a... It just happens to be the same color. In a which came first, your answer is the name of the fruit came before that name for the color. Yes. You're correct. What do I win? Another uh, glass of wine. Another, yeah. Which I have to say, it's kind of funny. As I was sipping, and I was, my nose was in this, this glass, which is a really nifty plastic wine glass. Oh, these things are badass. That we got from Bevmo, not sponsored. No. Uh, many I times. I, I we w- have many of these glasses because of the many times that we've gone to Bevmo for some reason. And some of them were free, some of them we purchased. Last episode, <laughs> you were calling me out for mentioning street names, saying people are going to know where we're from. I know. Saying that. And now I you're didn't suddenly. I think that there would be that many listeners, but apparently we're up to like six or seven. So, right. You but know, now, really now this episode, you're outing us as very yeah. regular patrons of BevMo. Right. Which well, there's BevMo's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but you're saying we have a drinking problem. Did you, do you want me to top off your yes, glass? Yes. But what I was going to say about my glass is it's not glass, so it will, I don't know over time accumulate a certain smell like for whatever reason whatever's been in there yeah and i'm not saying that we've stored pickles in this but we it haven't. smells like pickles like maybe there was pickle juice in the glass well there hasn't been but it would make sense because wine has an acidic level of it there's a fermentation process and actually pickling is a fermentation process so yeah so um but yeah. i was gonna say something well i was still talking about the orange oh that's right thing I was going to go back to the whole people that are living out of state or even out of the country or the continent, what they think about. Disneyland? Right. But it wasn't necessarily Disneyland. Disneyland. <coughs> it, it was wait, to do with California in general. Anaheim is not in Orange County, is it? Yeah, it is. See? Okay. It is related then. But it's funny because Walt Disney World, I believe, is also in Orange County, Florida. Well, yeah. But that's, <laughs> oh, good point. So but there's a lot of people those that counties can though get are named confused. because of the oranges grown there. They're not named. It's not like they were named after something else. They were literally named after the fruit. But um, okay, so my understanding from and this is entirely what I am recalling from the podcast I listened to today. Because again, I'm not the fact checker data person on this show. You are, so I just got to go from memory. But um, memory, but memory, but our words for naming colors came along like late in the development of language and the fruit orange uh, the citrus fruit and and i don't know how it was like it's a cultivated fruit so it's evolved obviously from its original wild native state but the point being that we had this fruit and they called it orange and i think the podcast said it came from one of the semitic languages like arabic assyrian hebrew something like that it came from a word from that i think through to french and when the french got it because the french pronounce everything differently they're like oh we're gonna put all these extra letters in here but you don't got to say them and that's how the word came to english so but if you look at the word orange that's just how 
us Americans say it, and also I believe the British would say it orange, but if you kind of pronounce it out with all of the vowels, it's all, it's like orangi or orangi, <laughs> right? Orangi. Orangi. Well, the Spanish word for orange is naranjo. There's a J in there, but the J has that like H sound, so it's naranjo, but it could be naranjo, which is very close to orangi. So, I mean, you can see almost phonetically there's a connection to the words, but that's really cool. And that's the, so the fruit came first. The name of the color came afterwards and it was literally named for that fruit. I'm smart. You are. I'm smart lady. So what were you going to say about Disneyland, Orange oh, County, California? No, it, well, it had to do with California in general. Yeah. Uh, I don't really do the social media stuff and right connect with people that I don't know that often, but there are a few people that I do have little conversations That's with. That's on Friendster, right? No. <laughs> uh, on Song Pop 2. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So I've got a... Because that's few the, people like that is the hip social media platform these days. <laughs> yeah. All the kids are there. There, there are a few people that even that live on the East Coast or in Romania. Because those two places are close to each other. Yeah, I'm just. I'm yeah, just they live on the East Coast. These people are or from Romania. these places, and I'll, I'll every time they hear something going on in the news that has anything to do with California, and they know I'm from California, they ask me, "Are you okay? I've been praying for you." And <laughs> like, uh, of course, it's been with fires because there have been some yeah, fires. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, and, that and sucks. But uh, they just they. I, I tell them, like, you know, as far as, like, where I'm located and how far away these fires are and how they affect us, and it's mostly, we get a lot of the smoke. Yeah. Uh, but we're okay. California's getting, <laughs> has gotten its butt kicked with fires. Yeah. But um, that'll be, like, a fire or, or a few fires that you hear about, like, in on the coast, like, in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. like, the middle of California. Yeah. And then you get the, the fires that have been going on in Southern California, and they still ask, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and I I'm mean, like, yeah. A lot of people don't realize how big, I mean. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I appreciate that they are like, wow, you know, I heard about this and, and I thought about you. And, yeah. and I'm just like, well, thank no, you so nice. much. You know, I, d- I don't even know you or. Right. No, that's Sometimes cool. I don't even know what your face looks like, but they're being human. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's it's like there's a, um, there's a, a game that I play on my iPad and you can do just random challenges and actually the thing I love about it is the fact that you just hit you know random opponent and it matches you up per your skill level based on number of games won and that there's no chat feature there's no talking there's no forum boards nothing you just play against this person you get whatever their screen name is you know like you know awesome fighter 27 or whatever you know what i mean and it's kind of cool because you're i'm playing game a game against somebody who i don't know who i'll never know and there's a couple people that like after we played, I guess they thought that I was like a, a good challenge or or so or they continued prompt in my res- in my turn because it's you know you got like forty eight hours to take your turn mm-hmm. or you default out of the game yeah so they're like oh this person's cool to keep playing so so they'll just re challenge rematch in that then it's kind of cool so plus I also do a game regularly going with listener number three which <laughs> oh we were gonna do the thing we got to come up with the word so oh <clears> we have a special word yeah we don't know what it is yet do you have a word well actually it's going it's not just the special word it's got to be the special word of the episode well yeah yeah exactly um i think that the perfect word for tonight would be something that starts with the letter f well i know this is technically an explicit podcast meaning there's adult language being used but really do we have to go straight to the f-bomb for our word yep what no (laughs) okay so you have a word that starts with the letter f i do okay what is it 
I don't know how long have we been recording because I, it doesn't have a timer. You know, someone could stop listening after we. Oh, so you're saying you want to wait till later in the episode yeah. too? But oh. the letter that well, it starts with is enough. Maybe we might change our minds entirely by the end of the episode. So you got to listen. There, that's just giving people a chance to be lucky. Yeah. And saying, oh yeah, I think it's the, the word was farfanugan. Something like that. For figgy, f- figgy pie, pudding, figgy pudding, figgy pie. Falafel. <laughs> I don't know why. I yeah. Was that going to be the word? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so but yeah, uh, I have we have been informed that our listenership has gone up. Well, and maybe it's gone down too because our listeners three and four have not reported back in saying that they they've been to busy. The second episode. They're on baby alert. It's not their baby. Well, it's her first nephew. Fair. They know it's a boy? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I already forgot what they were going to name it, though. We probably won't see them in New Year's then, huh? Well, we'll see our listeners, but the people having the baby. You never know. They might be there with the baby. That's a good point. Baby's first New Year. It's a Christmas baby. It's a Christmas miracle. It's it's Um, like when we got Charlie and she was Charlie the Christmas pup. Was she? Yes. Well, I mean, I know it was that time of year. I just, I don't remember. We got her at the beginning of December. Yes. But did we make a deal about, oh, it's the Christmas puppy? Or did we just... Oh, I would always sing the silly thing like, Charlie the Christmas pup. Or something stupid like that. I know I'm old and my memory is failing me, but I have no recollection of that. Yeah. Maybe it's because I would do it when you weren't here. (laughs) Could be. Because you just make fun of me. That's also true. (laughs) (laughs) But also, oh, only in a loving way. Of course. Yeah. So um, anyway, so the point being is, so we had, had or have still, listeners three and four, you two know who you are. And maybe you need to come over this weekend and help me move my stuff from one storage unit to the other. No. No? Okay. We won't if bug we're you. we're going to hang out, it's going to be like having fun and relaxing. It's not going to be... You work. You two can. You and listener four can hang out and relax, and me and listener three will go move the stuff. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So anyway, so there's listeners three and four, and then at D and D last weekend we last weekend. Well, that was just a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. and hey, there's the train. Uh, <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going for the coldest podcast recording yet. Not really at all, but. The, but at D&D, we discovered that two of our players, was it just the two that had said they listened? I don't know what She hasn't se- listened yet. Oh. Excuse me. She said she would we'll listen edit that. to it. She hasn't listened yet. She said that she would. Right. Um, and our... Oh, here we go. We could use our character names. Our pal. Tiga has not listened yeah, yet. Yeah, our pal has, has listened a bit. Did, because uh, he bit. even knew about the Golden Crust dude that I was right. talking about. And that and that was episode two. So I'm wondering, did he listen to episode one? And was that episode, episode one or episode two? That's I, what I was questioning I thought in it the was beginning two. of this episode. I'm pretty sure it was episode two. I don't even know what episode we're on right now. Are we on three or four? This is three. I mean, number two could be split up into two different episodes. So you never know. How would it be split up into two different episodes? I don't know. It was I long enough. I didn't split it up, though. Yeah, but, you know, in a few months or years or decades when this goes viral, <laughs> then we might be able to go back, like, with, you know, some editing tools and, well, and okay, present it as, like, a... Right now, this is episode... Library. Yeah. Right now, this is episode three. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. So, basically, what we've got is we have listeners three and four. Pell would be listener five. So Tiga would be six. Would be potentially listener six. Unless if she actually listened now. There's Redwin. 
I don't know if he's going to. Because he, I mean, well, he took interest when we were talking about it the other night. Yeah. And he took his time to watch a certain video that Pell had sent oh, in a text message. That's a good point. He did, so, huh? So. <coughs> well, maybe. Maybe he will. At work today, I had mentioned, oh, yeah, blah, 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 podcast this. And what? You guys did that? I go, yeah, we've got two episodes on online already. Oh, I want to listen to them. So we might have listener seven. Ooh. Yeah. So seven. Neat. I also, I was looking at the... We can almost count all of our listeners on all of our hands. Right. <laughs> well, wait, all of our hands meaning all of your hands and all of my hands? Well, I mean, personal hands, not... Okay, so Together. all of your hands or yes. all of my hands, yeah. I Because um, my hands are personal. Yes. I was looking at the website that hosts, which I want to actually, I wanted to start doing this on all of our episodes. I want to point out that, which you know if you're listening to this, but if you, if I eventually figure out how to actually push this through to iTunes and possibly Google Play and that, then you won't know by listening to it. But we are recording the podcast through the app called Bumpers. The website is bumpers.fm. They're really it's like awesome. a radio station. It is. They're really awesome, actually, They because they've dropped the barriers to entry for podcasting to almost nothing. As you can tell, this, uh, I'm hearing the dogs in the distance. Yes. <laughs> it, you can tell by the, the high quality production value of this podcast that only the finest podcasts get done on bumpers. But no, really, it's really awesome because it makes it super easy. They host it. You don't have to have a domain or anything. It's really easy to do it. And when you get done recording, the editing is super simple. In fact, both of our previous episodes were edited immediately after we recorded them in really only a small amount of time over what it took to record them in the first place. Then they're published and you can get an immediate URL to them. There are shortcut URLs to the series that you do. It's pretty easy. So yeah, if you people want to do a podcast, do bumpers.fm. There's a few out there. I haven't tried the other ones, but I'm all for it. I give them thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Well, I'm well, holding... you said thumbs and it was plural. Yeah, I would have put... I, I mean, put, you could have three. That'd be really weird. I don't. I would put my other thumb. I only have one thumb up. I'd put the well, other one. Well, what if I put my thumbs up? Then there'd be four. But well, then I can't see your other one, so then there would be three. The reason you can't <laughs> see my other thumb is because I'm using it to hold my wine glass. If I put that thumb up, I would lose the functioning of my opposable digit, my evolutionary advantage, and I'd drop my glass of wine. Nobody wants that to happen. Nobody. No, none. So uh, I think that right now would be a perfect time to take a little break. I don't have a pause button. Really? Yeah. Well perfect time for me to take a little break okay just because i would like to go plug my phone in okay you it's take six percent you take a little break plug your phone in and we'll just edit out the pause sure it's not as much fun talking without you here i am talking to myself listening to traffic and the dog i doubt you can hear the dog peeing but that would be funny hi haggis Oh my God! Are you are you clipped on? Ready back? I'm ready and I'm back. And can you? I yeah, I'm seeing that. waves over there, so I'm good. Look at the waves, man! It's like we're at the beach. Okay, and so action. Qua? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, right. So that was a brief interlude. Maybe I'll put some music in there. Sid, edit that in post. <clears throat> he never does. I do. You've you've sat here when I've edited <laughs> in post. Edit out pauses between my talking. Edit out a few ums and uhs on my part. I'm going to edit out when we said the names of our friends because anonymity is important. Yeah, unless, it, you know, I mean, we care about that. And if they give us the okay to say their right. first names, 
then we're good to go. I know it's just a first name. We're not giving out last names, but you know, still. Might give out addresses. I mean, <laughs> but you know. And social security social numbers. Social security numbers, addresses. <laughs> I'm lucky if I can remember my own Was social that the dog number. that hit the table? Yeah. You know, it's really hard because I don't like to carry social security cards on me. I don't carry mine. And, but it's hard because sometimes I'll be in the position like where I'll be somewhere and I need to fill out the girl's information. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, get, barely remember my, get I mean, one I remember my own, but. Get one of those password minders. I've got one on my phone. I still get all weirded out by that though. Like someone Why? could possibly find that, couldn't they? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? Here's how they work. Number one, the data is only stored on the device that you put it on unless you get like a premium account like I have. But point being is you give one password, one master password, and you have to make it a password that you'll never, ever, ever forget. Because if you forget it, you're screwed. You can't get your stuff back. But you have one password that you have to remember. And then what you do is then you use that one password to enter the, and that's also the encryption key for data. And you can put notes or passwords, you know, like your login information for, you know, this email or this website or whatever. You don't have to remember that. All you have to remember is the password to unlock your thing. Okay. So yeah, you, you could put your social security number into it or the girls and that way you have the information available to you. Like every time I go to the bank, okay, one of my banks, I remember the account number, but the other one, I never remember the account number. So I'm always like, uh, so I put, I have to open it up mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, here's my account number. I've got it there. Yeah. And yeah. So like half the time, cause I don't use the card hardly ever. Right. Uh, but for the local bank up here, I'm like, I remember the first three numbers of my pin and I'm like, wait, is that last number this or mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. And so I'll go to the ATM and it might take me a couple tries, but I'll remember right. the last digit. Right. <laughs> but then it's like, are they going to walk me out thinking that I'm trying <laughs> to like get into somebody else's Trying to brute account? force yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many different like accounts and websites and applications and games or this and this and that. Oh, yeah. You know, that's like. Yeah. You That's can't possibly remember all of those passwords, but if you keep it simple, like where all of them are kind of like the same password, then that gives someone the advantage of getting into all of your stuff. That And that's exactly and the thing. You know, okay, that's the, there's a misconception about passwords. And actually I've read a few articles recently. He's read a few articles, which means it's true and factual. Yes. <laughs> I've read a few articles recently about passwords. Now, there was quite a while there that the, all the hype was, okay, password has to have at least, you know, like eight characters, which that's good advice because the longer your password is, the more complex it becomes as far as just guessing, you know? So longer password, fine. But then it's like, must have one, at least one uppercase and one lowercase yeah. letter and one number and then one symbol of- and Sometimes the, the just the uppercase part can screw me well and yeah you know, and like i'll be like but i know that's the password and i thought i tried it in an uppercase and right. then i'll go back and forth and then i'll forget what i tried but here's the here's the problem with this doesn't apply usually to like banks or other like actually uh important security uh services online because like if you guess wrong five times or something it locks you out and it notifies the owner hey someone whatever and and what that does is hey it, someone whatever it prevents just thought you should know someone whatever yeah <laughs> alert it, it prevents it prevents we what told they, you <laughs> it, it, 
I told you. It's a thing. It's stuff. Happened. No, it prevents what they call the brute force method. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, okay, if you've got a password, and if you know the password is eight characters long, first thing you do is, you know, you type one, 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 one. Nope, that's not it. One, 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 two. Nope, that's it. And, and you just do that, incrementing each character by one with each su successive guess. And it sounds like a lot of time. If you were typing it in, yes. <laughs> but that's the thing is, since it's on a computer, you can program it's a like computer to do this. And if, if there's no penalty for an incorrect guess, then it can just keep going and it eventually will guess your password. I mean, it literally will. And that's why a longer password is good because, you know, if, if your password is three characters long, there's only so many combinations of three letters and numbers or whatever that you can guess. Even if you can include upper and lowercase and the exclamation point and the, the asterisk and the octothorpe. Everybody calls it hashtag or pound sign. It's an octothorpe. Anyway, even if you include those, there's still only so many combinations of three. There, there's more combinations of like six or eight or 10. So having the longer one helps. But to a brute force, that brute force method where you're just guessing, well, try that. Now try the next. Now try the next. Now try the next. And you just keep increasing. It doesn't matter if it's random characters or not. That doesn't make it any more difficult to brute force than anything else. But having pass, what you do basically is make your, by saying it's got to have, you know, the one uppercase and one lowercase and the number and the symbol or whatever, right? What you're doing is you're making a password harder for you to remember, but no different for a computer to guess. What really increases security is longer passwords. Like if you have a 44 character password, even if it's all just letters that are all lowercase, that's going to take forever to brute force, even by a computer. It's going to take a long time. Um, the other thing too, though, is what they call the, the two-step authentication. The idea being you have to have something you know, the password, and something you have, like your cell phone. So put your cell phone on record. When you go to log in, to know the password, and once you type in the correct password, it'll send you a text and, and, and you get the message. Okay, I just sent you a text. What was in that? You know, so it's kind of a double verification. That's mm -hmm. actually really good. Um, I've seen some, like, you know, you see like the weak, strong, good, mm -hmm. excellent, whatever, like, you know. But really, because you're only giving me so many characters to make my password. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, how authentic can that be? at some point yeah. you know like someone's gonna figure something out if it's only eight characters Man, when was it i saw something where they were there was a study done on pin numbers for bank cards yeah because you only have four digits <clears> typically yeah they're four digits i remember at first like you could have more but then it's like all the banks just settled on yeah four digits whatever but there was a report that was done and it said something like the most common pin number used and it, i mean it was something like oh two six eight or something like that it was something silly i mean not that oh suddenly you're gonna guess it but that just happened to be the most common one used and so why i don't know february 1968 man <laughs> it was a year and a half before the summer of love <laughs> i don't know right no I, I thought the or, summer of love was 67. Well, actually, I thought that was 69. Maybe, I'm, no, Woodstock was 69. I don't remember. Woodstock was 69, yeah. Fuck it. I thought you were born in the summer of love. No, no. I just totally, I don't think so. I just totally gave away your eight, age. I'll, I will state clearly I that I was born. Remember, we're giving away social security me. numbers and birth dates and, and all that business. So, yeah, I was born in 1969 in the summer. Yeah. But it was not the summer of love. It, it was the summer oh, of mosquito tail pipes. Maybe it was Kurt Cobain that was born in the year of the yeah. summer of love. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I thought it was 1967. I don't know, it, was it doesn't the matter. Summer of love. 
Right. You, exactly. It doesn't matter. I wasn't alive then. I don't know. We just spent like three minutes talking about password security. <laughs> That's got to be great, great podcast. So unfortunately, because I had to go plug in my phone and I brought out my iPad here. Mm-hmm. But I've been having an issue because it is an iPad too, so it's older. And I was trying to upload the page that I had saved about the dude that was in Oakdale that climbed the clock, the old building. Oh of the clock yeah, tower. climbed. Um, oh, goodness, he climbed up there. Now Na- Yosemite National Bank. What's the name of the bank? Uh, I don't remember. Is it like Oak something? Oak Valley. No, it's not Oak Valley. Oak Valley Bank's on Second Street. Now I'm talking about the city of Oakdale as if I know it rather well. Which You know it's I the do. cowboy capital of the world. <laughs> According to people in Stanislaus County, California. Yeah. Where's your wine glass? Right here. Okay, so when I first heard the story, and I just can't get it out of my mind, it kind of makes me want to be in that town and, and be a witness to something like that. Because <laughs> you don't know what his intentions were. You don't know if he was up there and he was threatening to jump and end his life. I didn't hear anything of that nature. I just think that he was up there to make a ruckus yeah. and started dislodging bricks and throw, and like you know throwing them down on the sidewalk. That's and, the unfortunate thing because that's a historic building. Yeah. But in my mind, I just can't help but go back to something like where I'm thinking about, I don't know, Back to the Future or (laughs) something. And mind you, this isn't like a big clock tower, like, you know, as... as Back to the Future, that was only like above the second floor. So, yeah, about the same height. Are you sure? Because I thought it was a little taller than that. Well, okay, uh, just above the second floor. So, like, third floor. I just, I, I, I don't know why I think of it, but... I would have really liked to have been there when that was going on. So, okay, back to the future. But they finally talked him down after like a three-hour, I don't know. Negotiation? Yeah, I don't know if they would say standoff. It was a three-hour movie marathon. (laughs) (laughs) On Tuesdays. Well, it wouldn't be a movie marathon because movies are about two hours long. So, no, it was was a three-hour Captain Kangaroo marathon. Now, <laughs> there's something. Anybody listening to this that knows who Captain Kangaroo is, that that's bonus points. Captain or the Statler Brothers. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's because they mentioned that in their yeah, song. They referenced Captain Kangaroo. Right. So that's, okay, since I blew the secret word earlier that you had. Yeah, you Captain did. Kangaroo. If Captain you're listening Kangaroo. to this episode, you need to contact us. Uh, we have an email address, Sid versus Coco 11 that's S-Y-D-V-S-C-O-C-O-11 at gmail.com. Contact us. Let us know you were listening to us and prove it by saying that we talked about Captain Kangaroo. And then we'll know you're an official listener and you will get put on Santa Claus's nice list this year. Yeah. That's what will happen. I know Santa Claus personally. Because, you know, we still have some Christmas shopping to do. And if you're lucky, you might get something from us. You probably won't get anything from I us. have to tell you, we owe Tiga something special. That's for sure. Fair. That's fair. We do. She really came in this year. Yeah. Yeah. With the, the bonus telephone. The bonus <laughs> telephone gift. Yeah. I can't wait to get that thing working. I that's love it. So and great. even if it doesn't work, it's beautiful. Right. I love the color. I yeah. love the model. It'll be part of our decor. Okay, so Captain Kangaroo. What was I talking Oh, so Back to the Future. That's what it was. Back to the Future. Back to Back to the Future. Back to Back to the Future. There, I mean, the movie was fun. It was a lot, a lot of fun. I enjoyed well, so the movie. so was Teen Wolf. Not teen, <laughs> I know, I Teen know, Wolf I was know. not as much fun as Back <laughs> to the Future. But, okay, so I was reading thing about, like, the actual physics. And disregarding the fact that the actual physics of time travel are 
problematic at best. It was just funny because like, so the scene at the end, right? By the way, how old is that movie? 1985, right? Yeah. So 1985 was how many hundreds of years ago? 32 years ago. Look, I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to talk about the not plot. Not dirty tree, right. 32. I, not, not dirty tree. A turdy tree. Turdy tree. Turdy tree and a turd. <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk about the plot of the movie Back to the Future that came out in 1985, 32 years ago. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But here's the thing. If you haven't seen it by this point, you and don't... And if you're of a certain age, like, you, let's you say don't, 15. I don't even care about that. You don't get to say, oh my God, you spoiled it. Look, the movie, okay, the movie's there. Go watch it. If you really are afraid of me spoiling it, stop the podcast right now. Go watch go the movie. Go back to church. And then, no, don't go back to church. I would <laughs> never advise anybody to do that. But I can only imagine, like, someone that's, like, so into church might be the person that has never seen Back to the Future. Well, maybe they've never had opportunity to. It's not like they've never wanted to. Anyway, none of that matters. Here's what matters. I matter. You, Things that I say matter. No, every everything you say matters. What I'm saying is in relation to the topic I'm getting to, none of the discussion that we just discussed matters. Here's my point. The time machine, which was built in a DeLorean, which was a pretty classy way to do it, has to travel precisely 88 miles an hour to activate the flux capacitor that allows the time travel, right? That's the whole premise of the thing. And it came back to haunt us in Back to the Future 2 and 3, which were fun, but not nearly as fun as the first one. Especially 3. I thought 3 was better than 2. I didn't like it. Wow. Okay, that's fair. That's okay. I sat through it like maybe two times in my life. I was like, I'm good. I think that's twice as many times as I have. Really? Yeah. And you say it's still good? I didn't say it was good. I said it was better than number two. Oh, really? How many times have you seen number two? Once. Exactly. You need to see these things more and then compare themselves. I mean themselves. Them to themselves. To each other. To each other, yes. Okay. <laughs> so the DeLorean has to we'll go... edit that. Eight, I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> the DeLorean has to go 88 miles an hour, exactly 88 miles an hour, to activate the flux capacitor to make it go through time. I don't know. Maybe if you're going faster, it would still work. I don't know. But that was the thing, 88 miles per hour. And if you remember when Marty was back in 1955, because he went back 30 years, obviously he didn't have access to plutonium for the reactor which powered the flux capacitor. So the idea was they knew that a lightning, a lightning strike would hit that clock tower, excuse me, at a given time. And so they were they ran that conductor, the, the wire from the clock tower across the street and they had a hook coming from the power leads of the DeLorean so that- It's like fucking Benjamin Franklin or some shit. Right. So that when the hook hit that line, when it was energized from the lightning strike, that would be enough power to activate the flux capacitor and send Marty back to 1985, which was back to the present, according to that movie. So maybe the movie should have been called Back to the Present, because the whole movie, Marty was just trying to get back to the present. Anyway, at 88 miles an hour, the amount of time that that hook hanging from the DeLorean would be in contact with the conductor wire was like this fraction of a second, right? Just like super minuscule point of time, you know? But even if it was like 10 seconds, it was 1955. They knew that the lightning struck the clock tower. It was like, what was it? Like 20 after 10 or something like that, you know? How precisely could they have actually known that time? It's not like now. I mean, I look at my watch, which synchronizes with my phone, which synchronizes with 
a time server online, anything connected to the same time server server is going to have the same time on it. I mean, your iPad over there is going to display the same time as my phone right over here because they're connected to the same time server. Time servers didn't exist in 1955. It's not like that clock was perfectly synchronized with anything else necessarily in that little town where they were. So the idea that the clock you know, the lightning struck at 1020 was just like, well, it struck at that time that the clock was displaying. That's how they knew what time it was because the clock had stopped at that point when the lightning struck it. So realistically, they never could have timed that connection for Marty to be able to drive the DeLorean and catch that thing right exactly as the lightning strike was and get the 1.2 gigawatts, which is also a mispronunciation, which is funny, to power the flux capacitor to get back to the present, which is, again, what the movie should have been called. All right, then. It was still a fun movie. I mean, I, I'd watch that movie again. Oh, I would, too. Hoverboards, they don't work over water, apparently. That's a, there's no physical reason why the hoverboard actually worked, which it doesn't. But if it did, why wouldn't it work over water? You know? You have the no answer to that. The world may never know. The world will never know because there's no real reason for it. Okay, so what's next? Do we have a, a, a topic list? We've now we've well we finished not with our necessarily, but I did. I was trying to remember something, and I cannot remember the name of the man who recently passed away. I bet there are several. Uh, yeah, another one, right? But uh, he played Beethoven in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that was actually one of my favorite scenes of that movie. I also really love that movie. And granted... And like the whole thing like in with the keyboard in the mall. Oh, know, like, wasn't that awesome? I don't know. The, just... the, the musical score for that was pretty darn cool. And I'm just going to say that the movie was not great. It was... It was a corny story it was silly premise and it wasn't like characters were written with great depth or anything but it was a fun story but i will admit that there's probably a lot of like just personal nostalgia that makes me like that movie you know because it was a good movie in the sense of it was a fun silly simple movie that didn't require a lot of deep thought it didn't didn't get into too intense of you know uh plot lines or or anything it was just fun simple entertainment um yeah. and i liked that and also probably because i was by many people compared to keanu reeves character from that movie at that point in my life so that was flattering okay i guess i mean when somebody compares me to a celebrity okay you know what celebrities I will shit <laughs> go ahead do you know what celebrities i've been compared to in my life uh Yes, I've been compared to Penn Jillette. That's a more recent one. Fred Armisen in Portlandia. Who compared me to that? Remy? Yeah. He yeah, did? Yeah. Remember the you no you go. No you go skit. Yeah, I remember he that. He was skit. the one that, that said when I when I saw that, I thought it was you. Oh. Kinda don't remember that. Okay. Okay, so I've been compared to Penn Jillette, Fred Arm Armiston. Armisen. Armisen. Sorry. Fred Armisen. Apologies. Barry Gibb. I've been compared to Barry Gibb. Not for my singing ability, only for my beard. And your hair. And my hair. Oh, God. That's horrible. When now it's I think longer. It. Yeah. I have been compared to, I don't know his name, but the lead singer of the Fine Young Cannibals. Wait, what? Yeah. The way back, well, when the Fine Young Cannibals were a band Who that were doing. the funk? A few of my friends. Said that to you. A few of my friends that I went to to college with. I don't understand that one at all. That that, no. 
I, I mean, okay. I don't, I don't see that. I agree. I 100% I, agree with I, you. Even seeing pictures of you when you were younger, I don't see that. Right. I didn't see it then. I still don't see it now. But I bet that's a person I've been compared to. And Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. I don't look like Keanu Reeves by any stretch of the imagination. I want our listeners all, what are we up to? Counting, not counting us two, we're up to like four, possibly five now. Maybe six. What's the maybe six? I don't know. I don't remember. I thought we were talking about Pell being possibly number six or was that tiga who cares oh, anyway right so well not so, but i'm saying but not counting us but anyway the point being you don't even care i, I want because I remember you're listener number one and no, i'm listener that, number that's two that's fine but okay so we talked about how you've been told you look like this celebrity yeah and but i'm i'm getting to that point okay I Get can't remember what my point it. was okay well guess which celebrities i've been told that i look like um I don't know. I'm not going to guess. You tell me. <laughs> you should come up with at least one. Should I? Yeah, you should. Why should I? I don't know. Well, I mean, I gave a, a, a guess and well, I, no, actually, I, I was right. You weren't, it wasn't a guess. You were there when somebody uh, compared me well, to those people. Okay, just tell us the story. The listeners are waiting okay, for the when story. Okay, when I was younger, couldn't, I don't know how many times I heard it, but it was like, oh, you look like that girl from that My So-Called Life show. And it was Claire Danes. Oh, okay. I didn't watch that show, but I know what you're talking about. And I about. was like, okay, thanks. And then I got compared to China. <laughs> China? You know, the wrestler. Oh, okay. And I didn't like that one at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I I could see that, but not I could see the comparison. I could just could see why you wouldn't like that. There are a lot of people that would make fun of me and call me Connie Chunk instead of Connie Chun. Oh, right. The news reporter, right? Yeah. yeah. And she's Asian and I have the almond shaped eyes. Correct. So I would get that or I would get the, oh, you, you look like the girl on Mad TV that does that. You look like a man or something like that, you know, because like, she is like an Asian. <laughs> Asian character? I, I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. I know that. I know the character you're talking about. <laughs> and and th- th- that character Bjork. is actually ca- oh Bjork. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, the <laughs> eyes. The it best. Was the eyes. The eyes. The okay. First of all, I just want to say for the record, Bjork is weird. Bjork, Bjork. I can't remember. Bjork. Bjork. Yeah. I don't know. It's an it's another language, Icelandic, and I don't speak it, and I can't pronounce it properly <clears throat> because I didn't. I look. don't even know the alphabet. I I mean I'm not gonna lie, and I apologize to anybody that of for my horrible pronunciation of anything Icelandic that I might try to say. Point being that singer songwriter she's weird some of her stuff is kind of neat and different and I, I can appreciate that it's not like necessarily beholden to pop culture sensibilities and that's great but at the same time some of her stuff is so obscure to me it's kind of inaccessible i can't just really get into it you know what i mean but the funniest the funniest thing i ever saw about bjork was on a saturday night ah, i can't talk Saturday oh, Night Live did the celebrity yeah. S- or yeah. celebrity Jeopardy thing, <laughs> she, and she was doing Bjork and perfectly. That, oh my God, she it was she just she crushed it. That was really good. She really really did a great parody with just like because yeah because everything I've seen about Bjork, she's very like the artistic. Well, she just weird. even recently came out with some new stuff, and I'm like I don't even know what it sounds like because I didn't know she was still coming out with new stuff. Right. Because there was a phase there where it was like she she had a kid and then she was punching people and para- or paparazzis and the photographers. No, wasn't that Sinead O'Connor? No. 
As a different person. It is a different person, but did the same thing, right? Pretty much. Uh, But (laughs) But Sinead O'Connor has an excuse for bunching people. She's Irish. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, she's also got a lot of issues going on. She does. It's sad, really. It is. And And, and I'll get back to that in a minute. But with Bjork, it's like she... I don't know. It's like she, once she had a kid, she started becoming very off-putting and didn't want to have, like, she she wanted to be the artist, but not have the baggage of the artist. Well, yeah, like maybe some of the popular notoriety and, yeah. and that, and I get and, that. I mean, uh, I feel bad for I mean, artists sometimes for that she's reason. She's still, you know, doing her thing and recently came out with some new music. Yeah, and, well, good and for it sounds her. like Bjork. You yeah, know, it doesn't sound like anything like she's trying to keep what? up with anything. God dang it, I'm drawing a blank. What was the band she got started with? Uh, the birthday, wait, no, birthday party? Wait, no. No, 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 that the, was the... The, ha- no. Sugar Cubes? Sugar Cubes. Sugar yeah. Cubes, yeah. The, birth- like, why the, the, birthday the happy birthday song she was one the of their hap- songs. Yeah, they had the happy birthday song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Sinead O'Connor. Okay, so Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, got whisked into this spotlight having a background of abuse and mm-hmm. coming with it, mental mm-hmm. illness yeah. and such, and then alcoholism, and then yeah. now she's begging for help, you know, off right. and on, because it really has nothing, and it's very sad. Podcast got serious all of a sudden. I know, right? <laughs> But no, it's just like she had her heyday in like, you know, yeah. 1990. Yeah. And uh, well, and a lot has changed since then mm-hmm, as far as music much. is concerned. Yeah. And I can understand why she might not make it in this world as far as music with, mm-hmm. a, you know, because not the, the most current hippest sound or something, you know? Yeah. And, but she's also had a family and had issues like, you know, with marital, domestic, mm-hmm. whatever, and like losing custody or I don't know what it is, you know. Um, yeah, I don't it, know because it's not my business. Well, right. And I, and everybody wants to blame it. Like, yeah, she does have some mental illness, but she also has a lot of stuff coming from her childhood yeah. that has ruined it. Well, it's her. an unfortunate thing, too. I mean, again, the, the podcast is serious right now for a minute, but I mean... it. it it's unfortunate because mental illness in in all of its many manifestations, it's a very serious thing. And it's very, very unfortunate. And I consider myself lucky that I, I seem, you know, I mean, the, the hangups that I have are just more of personality thing that I have that I, wor- I work through, gone to therapies, that sort of thing for. And it's helped me and that's been great. Um, but there are people that have, you know, very real, very real problems and issues either through their genetic makeup. So they have possibly chemical imbalance in the brain or other particular things that cause like depression or and I feel bad because I can't name like you know actual mental illness conditions other than like severe ones like you know schizo- severe schizophrenia and that sort of thing um, but also through events that have happened in a person's life that cause them traumatic memory experiences where they, they have problems with it that manifest as in adulthood and it's really unfortunate and then I, I wish I knew more about it and and there are times I wish that I could do more to help. Well, I guess we can. I mean, you know, talking about it here on this podcast, you know, I mean, mental illness is a very real thing. And it's easy for a person who doesn't suffer from it to dismiss it as, oh, they just need to feel better about it or stop stop being so down on themselves. But, you know, a person who suffers from clinical depression, you can't just stop feeling sad. Yeah. You know, you can't just choose to stop or feeling sad. you could be like the dude downtown the other night that... Oh, yeah. His... I mean, he had a pretty good, like, he had, like, a mechanic's jacket on. Mm-hmm. So, he had, like, a, a layer. Yeah. But it was, like, I kind of made, like, I felt bad after I said it because he was walking through the parking lot. Mm-hmm. 
and I noticed him there so I said hi and then he said oh how are you doing and I was like well I'm freezing my ass off right now and as soon as I said it, I was like shit he's probably homeless and he's gonna be like oh I'm sure you are bitch you know yeah, but I, I know isn't that and and then oh, I, so and then he's like oh well at least you guys probably have homes to go to tonight and I'm like fuck it's so bitch yeah I know I wish and I could kick myself in the groin right, right now I know but and I couldn't the, it's one of those things where it's just like you're trying to just make casual conversation to be friendly and open and that mm-hmm. and then you say something like that and it's like your privilege card gets shown suddenly yeah. <laughs> and I mean but so yeah my point with that was like you know we started talking to him mm-hmm. and you could tell that his mind was getting to him mm-hmm. and I could see how someone might not have a mental illness Right. But then going through an experience like homelessness and not right. ha- not knowing where their family is. Sure. And not having the ability to, to have an ID card on them. You know, like even just that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and talking about how he can't stand to be around the other homeless people because they make loud noises and it like triggers them. You know, sure. it's, it's like, right. okay, Cause, like he can't trust anybody. And so you think about someone who he might have not had the best upbringing in his life but somehow he got to this point where he's homeless right and but even he has this paranoia against the other homeless because he feels that he can't trust soul and like all he has is himself and his mind 24 7 mm-hmm. basically that's what he has yeah and it's all about where are these people? Why can't they find me? Why can't I find them? Why can't I find a place to stay? Why can't I be warm and cozy and, you know, have a warm meal a night? And, and all these things, they pile up. And yeah. each day that that happens, especially during this season, the, mm-hmm. the winter, it gets worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that and that's the thing that I try to keep in mind when the traffic's going by. And I always wonder how loud it is on our recording. Choo-choo. But, But it's something that I always try to keep in mind because it really kind of, you know, uh, gives me a sense of perspective. And I think about, I I mean, we're not rich. We don't have money just flowing like a fountain here. We can't go out to the finest dining every night of the week. We don't, I mean. Even every month. We're just now we're, we're trying to pull it together to be able to buy a house, which what a privilege that is to be able to even consider the fact that we're buying a house, Mm -hmm. you know. But, but I mean, that's the point is we're not we're buying privileged enough to be able to rent a good yeah, we're, area. We're not buying a mansion when, you know, we're, we're, we're looking for something that will. It's a little bit bigger than an apartment. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but I, I'm so happy that we're at a position in the world that we can do that. Because, I mean, I look, I mean, we know people that literally their paycheck, it's like their paycheck just barely covers their expenses in life. You know, their their rent, their utilities, their food on the table, clothes they need. And their the, medical insurance. Yeah. And whatever the, it is. And, you know, and, and these are the people that like, if they get sick and have to miss a day of work because they're just literally that sick, they're literally affecting their take-home pay by missing you know, one shift at work, they're they're affecting their take-home pay, which then affects their ability. They have to decide, well, what don't I buy this month, you know? And then you think about it, and it's like, their their pay might even be just fucking $40. Right. And well, then you think about $40, what would that buy? Uh, I guess it would pay for a dinner for, for two adults and two children at Perko's. 
Right, depending on what you order. Order from the value meal menu. <laughs> they don't have a value menu, but you know yeah, what I mean. But you just like, or well, half of that would be to fill up the, the car with gas. Yeah, and, right. Or maybe a little more than half, depending on where yeah. you live. Uh, and then... And these people, these people that we're talking about, like, you know, missing that one shift, depending upon the job, it could be the thing where, you know, the boss says, well, if you can't make it in, I'm going to, you're, you're gone. I'm going to hire somebody else who will be here. These people are like, they're one step away from being that homeless guy. And that sucks because as much as I gripe about, oh my God, we don't have enough money for this or, oh, we, well, we can't go buy that. We can't spend uh, the money on this or whatever. We haven't taken a vacation in a long, yeah. long time. We're not one step away from homelessness, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe we're two or three steps, but we're not one, you know? And and I guess I think that's where it, it, it's easy, I think, to forget how tough it would be if you went down a notch or two on your socioeconomic status. You know what I mean? It's like, well, when, when you and I first got together, I was just getting back into the work force from being unemployed for almost a full year i was i was still working pseudo part-time remember and so it was like this is all the money that i have i can only and do you this were spending a lot of money just in gas i was spending all kinds of money in gas just to get to the job that i had because you were driving your truck right exactly so you know it, it's like fortunately i i was lucky enough and had the right skills and the right timing and the right place to get you know positions to to work my way up but i mean when we were first together, when it was like, okay, this is the paycheck that we can use to go shopping for our groceries for the next month, you know? And it was, we'd go to the grocery store and we had the little counter app on the phone, which was like everything Count we- every fucking dime. Everything that you buy, you punch in that amount. And then try to, to in, incur the tax. Yeah, and, and so you knew, it's like, well, this is, this is how much money we've added up. Our limit is this. This is how much money we have to spend. And we did that. And again, we were lucky. We were fortunate to move, to be able to move up above that. I was fortunate with- you know with my career to have the right skill set and be in the right place at the right time to get these jobs and promotions and whatnot that I have to get to where we are today really really freaking lucky and I think that's the problem is there are plenty of other people in this world that are basically financially about equivalent with where we are many of them don't realize the the luck and the privilege that they have to be in that position because it wouldn't take much, like it literally wouldn't take much for them to fall from that position and be homeless or mm-hmm. or, or at least in that poverty level, you know? I, I mean, prime example, because wow, this podcast got really serious for a bit and that's okay, but prime example to make a parody of it, look at uh, what was the movie, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, Trading Places, where a couple rich white dudes totally screwed up the life of one person who was affluent <clears throat> and totally elevated the life of another person who was not affluent, switched their places and brought them up. The, I think the lesson there of that movie was that it doesn't take much to take, I mean, Dan Aykroyd's character, I don't remember his character name, was super privileged white dude, right? Had everything that he needed in life. There was no problem, special treatment. And, and he even looked down at people below him on the social ladder. Then with the, the very simple choices of a few key individuals, he ended up on the streets. And in that movie, obviously it was scripted. He learned the lesson of, well, okay, these people down here, they're not idiots. They're just unfortunate. They don't have the privilege that I had and still have. And of course, in the movie, the the good thinking people get theirs in the end and they punish the jerks that did this to them and all that. So that was, 
crazy scripted whatever but but I think the important takeaway from that is Dan Aykroyd's character was a person who didn't recognize the privilege and fortune that they had in their lives until it was taken away and then they were like oh crap you know so oops I crapped my pants oops I crapped my pants exactly <laughs> so yeah all right so <clears throat> we're gonna um I'll enter I'll I'll uh I'll pop, I'll, uh, pop some transitional sound right here and we'll bring it back up So let's talk about movies. What kind of movies? Movies in general, but specifically. But specifically. Is it next week that Star Wars Episode no, I, 8? I, I think it's this weekend. You're right. It is this weekend. The 15th? Today's the 12th? Yeah. Yeah. So the 15th of Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, hits theaters. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I want to see it, but I don't want to see it like opening weekend. Oh, God, no, like we're not that. opening movie night people at all. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun, though. I think it'll be fun as well. Although, have you watched the trailer? I've seen several of the trailers. Oh, I haven't. Released. I haven't seen any of them. Um, it's just, it'll be interesting because, of course, you know, Force Awakens, you get like 30 seconds of Mark Hamill. With no yeah. words. <laughs> like, just a look. Luke Skywalker <laughs> looking fierce. It's like, they might as well have like cast RuPaul in that fucking scene or something. Because I just said looking fierce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I agree. But, uh, I agree. And, I mean, as... So, I'll be like, it'll be interesting to see, like, what exactly is the relation between him and Ray and mm -hmm. and... I mean, I you can't always sum up everything in the trailers. They, no. they want to give you, like, this idea of what's happening or make you think that this is well, this. And, and you don't want to do, like, it some... It ends this way. You don't want to um, do, like, some of these movies that basically just take the best scenes from the movie and put it in the trailer. Right. You know. And, you know, Hot there's Tub been Time a Machine, I'm talking to you. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a lot of talk about Kylo and her and them possibly joining each other oh. into the dark side kind of a thing. Or oh, I'm maybe they're possibly related somehow or yeah. you know, and it's just like I don't I don't care what happens as long as they write the story well and it, yeah, you know, I yeah. can I mean, for all I know, she might not be related to any of them. Right. I okay, here's my hope <clears throat> to go back to a new hope. <laughs> no, I, I just hope that for the main main movie series, in other words, the the number episode eight, right, the original, episode nine that will be done, the original trilogy, or you know, well, the, wait, the, no, the the trilogy and mainline and then, stories. Yeah. My hope is that they tell a good and enjoyable story. Now, I will say this: uh, episode seven, The Force Awakens, the one that came out that's been two years ago now, right? Has it really? Yeah, December 2015. Holy crap. It doesn't feel that... What? Two I, years? Yeah. Well, because wow. last year's Star Wars movie was Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Hold on. You're right, because then Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I would edit it out, but honestly, those of you at home, pause and just have a moment of silence for Carrie Fisher, because she was badass as Princess Leia, right? Yeah. I also liked her in Harry... Where, or when Harry met Sally. I didn't see that movie, but... I respect for that. I, you know, whatever. Anyway, so The Force Awakens. I'm going to say this in a very short, simplified, and obnoxious way. I just realized I'm wearing my R2-D2. You are you wearing your R2-D2. That's funny. I'm not wearing my Star Wars <laughs> Canadian cap. Um, no. <clears throat> um, 
The Force Awakens, Episode 7. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm happy to watch it. And I, I like the fact that the, the movie studio cast a bunch of actors that really didn't have big names. It wasn't like, oh, we got to find yeah, the, I really the like that. I biggest actor really on do. the scene right now to play these roles. No, I like that. And I think it's really because good. Because when you think about it, so were the original cast. Exactly. Of Star exactly. Wars. They were, exactly. They were, I mean... Harrison Ford. He had a and, bit know, of a movie career. Carrie Fisher, yeah, everybody knew who she was, sort of, because she was the daughter of Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher. I didn't know that then. All that stuff, and but okay, you're right. But but my point. But being, it was very original. My point being, here's this thing: is Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. That movie was done a whole lot better when it was Episode Four, A New Hope. It's the same movie. Mm-hmm. It, it's not exactly the same movie. It's not scene for scene, character for character, uh, beat for beat, the same movie. No, <clears throat> but you could definitely see in episode seven that they were kind of doing a little bit of like callback and parallelism to A New Hope, and <clears throat> clearly, character Ray was the uh, analogy to the character Luke. Desert planet, Jakku versus Tatooine freaking desert planet you've seen one you've seen them all right you know there were there were so many parallels even what who was the the alien character that in her like collection of stuff she had luke's lightsaber oh right i don't remember her name i want to say maz something or other that might be right god that's how what a fan am i right listener three would be gaz maz listener three would be so upset at me he and a Star Wars tattoo on his shoulder. No, that's cool, actually. I mean, it's what he's into, and that's totally awesome that he got a tattoo of it. Good for him, really. But the point being, that was that was kind of like the the Yoda character even thing. You know, it's it's like there's all a lot of parallelisms to that. And I again, I have not seen any trailers for the Last Jedi. I've heard that the Last Jedi is parallel to the Empire Strikes Back. Big surprise because hey. If you're going to parallel the first movie that came out, why not parallel the sequel to it with the <coughs> second movie that ever came out? You know? Yeah. So there's that. But, no, I'm interested in that. <laughs> what I'm not interested in... Luke Skywalker's going to be like, I am your father. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I'm not interested in? All of the other movies that are going to come out in the universe, in the Star Wars universe related to it. Like Rogue One. I mean, we didn't see it. I don't care I to see care. it. I didn't care. I mean... And I don't care what people think of me. I just didn't care. And I don't care. Right. And I don't plan on seeing it. No. And that's the thing is like, if it was like, if somebody said, we're having a Rogue One party and they were playing the movie while we were over at their house, it's not like I'd say, oh my God, I don't want to see this, but I'm not going to put out any effort to actually see it because I don't care. Like just sit and watch it. And honestly, we're going to drink and we're going to eat. And and honestly, that's more integral to the core story than some of the other movies I've heard they had planned because that, uh, I guess that's the story of how the people in the rebellion took down. Got, no, they got the plans for the Death Star oh, and right. got them transmitted to the rebellion forces led by Princess Leia. Because if you remember at the beginning of Star Wars: A New Hope, uh-huh. that was the whole thing. She gave those plans to R two D two to get away with them. But like, there's supposed to be a Han Solo origin story movie. I don't need an origin story movie for Han Solo. And the worst thing about it is the rumor I heard is it was going to be a trilogy of movies. So what's the point? How do you have an origin story trilogy? You know, so that is disappointing. The other one that I've heard is that there's going to be a Boba Fett origin story. 
Yeah. Again, I don't care. Boba Fett really was a throwaway character from just, Empire Strikes no, it's Back. Just, it's a factory and they're making money. It is. And, and, and that's the other thing that's unfortunate about it because what's going to happen is they're going to make these movies that are going to go on and on and on <clears throat> until nobody wants to watch them anymore until they just die out in popularity. So you'll never get a nice, neat, complete story with character arcs Cohesive. that beginning go through and end. You won't have conclusion. You'll just have it tapers off and die. And that's unfortunate because Star Wars is a fun universe and it is a neat premise. And I don't mind that there are some multiple movies within this, but it's like Lord of the Rings. They did the three movies. What else are you going to do? You know, the story has been told. We know the story. The dude that wrote the shit is dead. The, exactly. There is no more. Exactly. It is gone. J.R.R. Tolkien is dead. <laughs> He's not going to write anymore. <laughs> I'm just going back to, the, I'm thinking about like the, the parrot sketch. Oh, yeah, yeah that's uh, right. The money by the, the parrot sketch. <laughs> He's gone to meet his maker. <laughs> if you hadn't nailed no, him to no, that look. perch, he'd be pushing up the daisies. No, look, it moved. <laughs> you bumped the cage. <laughs> I did not. And now everybody has heard our lousy British accents. Well, well mine we, at least. We should end it here.